Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. My name is Robbie. Uh, we're doing this episode after the Oscars, which was, for me, an excuse to get wasted. So I'm tired, but I'm going to bring the heat. Hot Takes, what is Hot Takes? It's, uh, it's, it also brings the heat in podcast form. We bring the heat to new movies. We put their little feet by the fire and we said, Where are the drugs going? Where are they? And we yell, we yell at the movie like they're bad, like bad little movie. Yell at them. <laughs> uh, we talk about new movies. We, we, we have our hottest impressions about new films. We review them. We analyze them. We put on a little slide, put it under the microscope. I make a, a lot of analogies, uh, <laughs> metaphor, this kind of uh, cosmic gumbo. <laughs> of, a, of a podcast uh we're not the only podcast yeah we're not the only podcast in story screen we do a bunch of other stuff but yeah i'm here we're talking about the thing uh i'm joined by bernadette gorman white who i think is is doing better than me right now i think so but i'm not gonna have as many fun uh analogies and fun quips and witticisms mm. i think you're bringing <laughs> the heat with that i think i'm a little more lucid but <laughs> yeah well we're both you know here's here's the thing burn yeah. We're both here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the grace of God, my H&R block appointment got canceled. So, <gasps> you know, it's fine. Because I don't know if I could have done that today. That's <laughs> I don't true. know if I could have done that. Yeah. So it all worked out. Next week, though, I'm getting, I'm getting some money. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. I don't know. Or, or I'm paying some money. That's how the taxes work. That's how it works. And that's what everyone's here to listen to. Tax. Tax, tax. talk. Text talk. TTs. TTs. <laughs> talk about, talk about TTs here. Uh, Burn, I'm really excited to talk about this movie that we were about to talk about today. We are covering uh, an original film. It's on Hulu, streaming. You've got your $12 a month. You can watch it. You just got $12 for one month. You can watch it. We all have Hulu, right? We all got Hulu. You listen to this, you have Hulu? Hulu is one of the OGs. Uh, who is one of the OGs? And now Netflix is like $100 a month or something. So it's... <laughs> it's so dumb. And I get the emails too, so I know it's happening. And I'm like, yes, of course, Netflix overlords. Yes. Raised your prices. Yeah. I will, yes. of course, make it a hundred, make it $1,000. I guess I'll pay it. I'm an idiot. Yes, um, very much that they, part. They're charging for like 4K streaming now too. So it's oh. like the subscription price plus $6 if you want to get 4K. And it's like... Oh. I do want that, but I can't. I can't. I said no. I I will admit that I don't think I have the eyes to tell the difference really at this point. So I'll probably opt out. But I also think it's funny, like people paying for that if they don't have a TV that supports that. That's just very funny. I bet you that exists. I bet you those people are out there. Like I know my TV is 4K and I would I would like that, but it's not. There are times where I'm watching Netflix stuff. I'm like, this looks great. Yeah. So I don't really think about it too much. I, that's more I'm more of like a stickler for that stuff when it's like video games where I'm just like, yeah, I want the most like visual fidelity possible, you know, that makes sense. I mean, it's part of your experience of the game. Like it actually hinders your yeah. experience if you can't see it as well. So that tracks. That's true. It's very true. Um, but this movie we saw pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty good. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Uh, we're talking about fresh, fresh uh spooky it's a it's a scary movie a little bit a little bit it's fun um yeah we're talking about fresh uh i think it's a really exciting movie to talk about burn what is your hot take on fresh yeah i loved it i mean i already had like pretty high anticipation going into it like i figured i would like it 
and then it didn't disappoint. I was shocked. See, I I do the the Sundance from home thing, so I like comb through the movies, but not really well. Um, because yeah, I had mm-hmm. no idea that this had just dropped at Sundance earlier in the year, like in January. And it's not one of the films that was on my radar when I was watching Sundance yeah. movies. And then for it to get picked up so quickly is really exciting. Yeah, it was. It's it's a really good movie. I mean, you know, we're we're Sebastian stands. Yes, we are. Of course, um, as as we are known to be. But yeah, I uh, I like loved it. But also, like, I didn't realize it was like a, a movie that. It's it's a movie that also made me realize that there's like a type of like film I really enjoy, and it's the it's just like uh, movies or shows about like like serial killers, but they're very like kind of like it's hard to explain. But like you know, I love Hannibal the show, mm-hmm. and I love like American Psycho, and like things and like Fresh like actually kind of fits into that mold really well, and I think that's really that was what was really exciting for me because once I realized the movie was kind of like more like that where you have like you know charismatic serial killer who's like embodiment of like other like toxic issues that we'll like talk about i was just like oh hell yeah and uh yeah this movie i feel like this movie rips like i watched it again yesterday and it's so good it looks awesome there's some like really fun camera work in there i think the soundtrack is 11 out of 10 good agreed um and yeah and like sebastian stan is great but you know the movie very much hinges on Daisy Edgar Jones and just how, you know, just you just want what's best for her the whole time. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really good. Also, like, I think a pretty much almost freshman run from the director and writer. She's done other stuff, but like, this is definitely the big, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. The director um, seems like she's directed a bunch of shorts. And then the same with the writer, too. And the writer, mm-hmm. Lauren, she it looks like she has written a lot of stuff for Funny or Die. That's what I was seeing in my nice. research. So I like that, like, the sensibility of Funny or Die kind of bleeds into this movie a little bit. It's it's really yeah. funny in a dark way. That's how I felt about, um, did you see Werewolves Within? Yes. And, and like, Werewolves Within is, is directed and, I believe, written by uh, one of the guys who's really involved in college humor. Like, one of the main mm. guys. And I kind of felt that way about Werewolves Within. I was like, there's, like, a humor here that feels, like, familiar and kind of feels, like, long form to something I, like, recognize. And it was, like, because college humor is, is, it's, like, it's in there, you know, like, that type of humor. And, and also, like, the, the look of it. Absolutely. Was in there to a certain extent. Um, yeah, this movie's great. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, it's over. Uh, did you, what, what other, what were some other things that really stood out to you, technical or otherwise, about the movie that really, that kind of grabbed you like what what were the things when you were sitting there you're just like oh yeah this is really cool um i agree with you on the way like the camera was used in this film and the way the camera is really synced up to the soundtrack is really great but i also really loved the writing um i don't think anything was not used there were moments in the film where i'm like this is important but i didn't feel like it was like beating me over the head with the importance of like the exchanges between the friends and how that kind of comes into play later. And I think everything was really clever. And I didn't feel like contrived or stupid the way they were kind of laying out little bits for you. So it was like if you were paying yeah. attention, you could kind of see where maybe something could go. And then when it did mm-hmm. go there, you felt like rewarded because you're like, yeah, this movie is just like telling me what it wants to tell me. 
It's not like really putting any extra stuff in there. But there is Mm -hmm. a little bit of mystery still at the end that I can't wait to talk to you about in the spoiler zone. But yeah, Yeah. I I just think like the movie is really tight. Like, for for lack of a better term, there's not a lot of fat on the bones. Like, it's all like tasty, tasty meat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Goddamn. <laughs> uh, yeah, I told. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is a very like tight film. Um, and yeah, from like a, like the the writing of it's very good. The and the performances really, uh, you know, like enhance what I think was on the page. Like uh, Sebastian Stan, he just plays such a just good charismatic guy who's really bad. Like he plays sociopath really well. Uh, which is not a role I've seen him in yet. I don't think like not too. I mean, I watched Pam and I actually did watch Pam and Tommy. Yeah, what'd you think? Which I know you. Uh, I I really liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I gotta listen to your guys' episode on it because because you and Diana did a Catherine Drake cast on that. So please, audience, check that out. Because I want to check that out. But yeah, I, I really liked Pam and Tommy, and I really liked uh, and his performance in it is really good. But it pales in comparison to uh, the woman who plays Pamela Anderson because she is. Uh, like so fucking excellent in that show. Yeah, Lily James was killing it in that show for sure. Yeah, like she's so much like she like just is Pamela Anderson. Like it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas Sebastian Stan still feels like Sebastian Stan playing that guy. But I was into it because I was like, "Wow, I like Sebastian Stan. This is funny." So. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I also think Sebastian Stan is like kind of ageless because when we were watching this, Heath was like, "He looks so young." And I'm like, yeah, they do a good job of like, I don't know if he was supposed to look a little younger. I mean, who's to say? But yeah, he yeah, looks very fresh faced. Yeah, I mean, like he's he's 39 in real life. Mm-hmm. So he's not like, you know, he's not an old guy, but he does. He, he does seem ageless for sure. Yeah. Um, But that's like that's an age where things can still be pretty ambiguous, though. For sure. For sure. You know, I feel like I feel like a lot of, you know. Even actors when they're forty five can still play when they're thirty. <laughs> you know they can play thirty year old characters, but I do think you know I, it's funny. He looks. I kind of thought he looked a little bit older just because I feel like he looks really young in Pam and Tommy because he's all like done up. You know, yeah, glammed out. I shouldn't say really young, but he looks like you know like ten years younger. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So seeing him in this movie where he doesn't have as much stuff going on i was like oh he looks like a little bit like he looks his age <laughs> he looks like a person and then when he's like when he's winter soldier like everyone in the marvel movies like they're just all either you know a, sp- a tom holland who will be 16 till he Forever. dies or or everyone else is just like ambiguously 30 yes even benedict cumberbatch might be he's like he's he's the 35 year old yes. in in these you know and even like you know like chadwick boseman like he's i feel like that black panther is supposed to be really young he's like an older dude you know mm-hmm. yeah i think he was like i think he was like in his 40s when he started playing black, black panther i think you're right maybe i got that I, yeah or like it's it's somewhere around then mm-hmm. but yeah they all they all just look great they all look great <laughs> they all look great they're all drinking from the fountain yeah they are the fountain of money in Hollywood, for sure. Yeah, plastic surgery, perhaps. Yeah, trainers wink, wink, must wink, be nice. Nod. Nutritionalists, you know, the work must be nice. Yeah, I would love for someone to just tell me what the what to eat. Yeah, what to do? And in general, just like just someone to be like, 
This is what you're doing today. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for setting me up. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for telling me. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, um, poor yeah. Mary Colleen. I don't know if she'll listen to this. I don't know if she really listens to the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Listeners, my youngest sister, Mary Colleen, uh, was born in 97. And Daisy Edgar Jones was born in 98. And so, like, it's always weird watching stuff. And I'm like, she's younger than Mary Colleen. Because Mary Colleen just seems very young to me. And I think that yeah. might come just from being her older sister. But yeah, when I looked that up, I was like, oh, wow, there is quite an age difference between Daisy Edgar Jones playing Noah in this movie and then Sebastian yeah. Stan. But yeah, they have great chemistry, too. They do have great chemistry. Yeah, yeah they uh, they hit it off nice. They That first date they go on seems cool. It works. Um, the works. But yeah, don't don't trust men. <laughs> mm-hmm. Women don't do it because they're bad. Even me, especially me. <laughs> I mean, look at you with that hood. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, that's just because I, I I didn't have time to, to do my hair nice for the podcast. I didn't Fair. I didn't have a chance to put my face on. So. Fair. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I am hooded. Nice visual gag for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they they do have really good chemistry, which kind of makes it all. And and what's funny is that chemistry, even when things start getting really bad kind of like is is used as a narrative device later on in the movie which i think is very interesting as well um and then the, yeah the supporting cast is also great uh jojo t gibbs as molly she is probably like the character who has like the most screen time other than the main two and she's awesome she's great yeah um andrea bang is in there from uh i i recognized her i was like she's in something i've seen and it was uh loose oh loose okay yeah She's in loose. She's the um, she's the girlfriend who like meets with the mom Got in the it. coffee shop. Yeah. Got it. And and reveals things that are not good. What a fucking good movie loose is. I fucking love movies. I, I almost said I fucking love movies. I fucking love movies. <laughs> and I like loose. <laughs> loose is pretty okay. And loose is pretty good too. <laughs> uh I love I love loose and i'm always like i feel like i'm always trying to get people to watch it uh and it's with varying success it's a hard pitch i mean like it i I think it's great though i think that movie's so good yeah i agree i agree watch loose listeners it's a bad time it's a bad time all i think all movies are a bad time nowadays but i like them kind of still like them though yeah i still like movies yeah yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna make it i'm gonna fucking die (laughs) so tired <laughs> i'm so glad people listen to this yes oh they do. god it's nice it's nice <laughs> thank you everyone <laughs> uh, thank you thank you so much but yeah this movie you uh, were saying like yeah. men are bad women men are good <laughs> women are good men are bad <laughs> and men are bad did you see that latest trailer for alex garland's men yeah that movie I, looks this, it's dope. so funny because Everyone's like, uh, like, oh, new men trailer, and I'm like, oh, the new man's dropping. Like, I just, there's so many funny ways. Just like, did you guys hear hear about the new man? They're they're making a new, the new version's coming out. The new man's dropping. Man 2.0. This one, it's not so bad. <laughs> we already worked out a lot of the bugs. In it. Took it to a few more focus groups. <laughs> Figured some stuff yeah. out. Uh, this man was designed by a woman, which is pretty cool. Uh, he's sensitive. He's nice. 
Um, he doesn't get too drunk. He's a good guy. He's a good, nice guy. <laughs> it's what nice. everyone deserves. So everyone deserves. Uh, yeah, that movie looks fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Alex Garland is the king, though. I didn't watch. I only watched like the first episode of Devs. Uh, Claire watched Devs, and she really liked it. And she almost she almost has convinced me to watch it again. But who has the time? Well, sadly, mm-hmm. if she's almost convinced you to watch it, I almost feel like I shouldn't say anything if she's gotten you that close. Because you were because you weren't that into it. Um, I liked it. But it yeah. was a little long. Um, okay. But yeah, overall, I liked it. And actually, like, the longer it's been since watching it, the more I liked it, strangely enough. Right. But yeah, it's doing some very, very cool things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Alex Garland. Mm-hmm. And Annihilation is a movie I want to give another shot. Because I remember my initial viewing of it, I wasn't super hot on. And that was, like, one of those movies where, like, you, you left, like, like, I left not liking. I was like, you know... I feel like I could give that movie another shot. I feel like that'd be that'd be good on me to do. Yeah. But Ex Machina, I mean, that's the goat. <laughs> that's a goat to Hundo P. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good stuff. <laughs> <sighs> uh, did you see After Yang? Not yet. It is it's good. on my list, yeah? Yeah. I, men remind me of it because uh, there's like... This, the... the Aesthetic isn't similar, but the color palette kind of is, mm. I feel like. Like lush greens. I like that color palette a yeah. lot in a film. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, cool. So I'm ready to talk about the spoilers for this movie because I feel like there's a lot. Like, I don't want to. Everyone should see this movie. And it's not just because I'm tired, but there are. Like, I really don't want to give away anything about it. Agreed. Because I do think it's such a good ride. And I watched it not really knowing much about it and claire didn't even like see the trailer and she and like we both were just like this movie's crazy (laughs) it's so good so i do think it's best to not know anything about it but we recommend it through and through i think everything about it's good five stars on letterbox easy yeah definitely check it out definitely check it out cool so we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back with spoilies for fresh so if you haven't seen it get the fuck out of here and if you have seen it get the fuck in here stick around Stick around. And we're back with spoilies for Fresh. It would have been good if Fresh was bad because then Rotten Tomatoes, there would be an article being like, this movie's a little rotten. (laughs) A little spoiled. (laughs) It's a little spoiled. Uh, Oh, spoilers. 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 Spoiled. Meat. Uh... This movie does a thing that all movies should do, but it's a good thing they don't all do it, um, where the credits start late into the movie. Love it. The Yeah, the intro title. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And I remember, like, Glenn and I watching it, and we, like, cheered. Like, we're at, like, like a fucking sports team. We're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they fucking did it! <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things that is utilized really well most often you don't really see it in any bad context typically typically like if if a filmmaker is going to have the foresight to give you like a long for lack of a better word like cold open into the movie it's usually done very intentionally and to great success and yeah like when i watch movies i do kind of tend to pay attention like have we seen the name of the movie yet 
But this one kind of yeah. lured me into like this false sense of security. And then when it popped up, I was like, whew, they did it. They got me. It was good. It's crazy. Yeah. And it does and it does make sense because at that point, if you didn't know what the movie kind of is about, now you're like, oh, this is the movie. Like, we're about to see what the movie is. And like, yeah, we've been in this kind of like prologue the whole time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, that house is sick. Gave me like I want that house. Kind of like Ex Machina vibes. I want the house too. I want less like nightmare stuff in it. <laughs> But yeah, it is a cool. It is a cool house. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Burn. Now that we are in the spoiler zone, what what are like some? What are some of like favorite moments of the movie? I will say the the intro into this where Noah is going on that terrible, terrible date. That terrible date. I don't think I've ever been on a date that bad, which is saying something. I, I think. definitely. I I haven't, but also like I would be the one who would be the bad. Like, you know, like, you know, I've been on dates where, like, chicks, like, maybe aren't, like, chi- you know, chicks. Chicks. Uh, <laughs> you know, babes Gams. ain't the very into this. <laughs> um, toots. Dames. <laughs> Dames. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I've been on, like, mediocre dates where it's kind of like, oh, there's, like, no chemistry here, you know? Yeah. Or it's, like, or, like, maybe they're not, like, super into it. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, like, fine. Like, that's, like, fine. That's what dates are for. But, uh, yeah, he's, like, it's so, like, comically bad, which is, it is played to great comedic effect. Yeah. But he, that guy, he's such a great, like, the minute he was, like, wearing, like, a short sleeve shirt and a uh, scarf, I was like, this guy's That guy sucks. sucks. This guy sucks ass. No. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's also a testament to, like, the costume design. They don't have a lot to do because, you know, pretty contained cast. Pretty, like, right. relatively normal, modern clothing. But, yeah, like, to communicate that just with, like, a short sleeve t-shirt and a scarf, like, you already know what's yeah. up. You know this guy sucks. Yeah. They uh, they get Sebastian Stan in some good fits. Uh, his, like, turtleneck outfit is very, like, looming and spooky and good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I feel like they don't do too much with uh, Noah's outfit. But she's also mostly in cat- captivity. Yeah, she's mostly <laughs> in a hospital gown. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do like Sebastian's fits. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, I think the movie's like, it's just like a really fun ride. I mean, there's like, I think some obvious subtext going on. And like, you know, for a movie, you know, written, directed by women. And in talking about, I think like, yeah, the the, commodi- the commodification of women and their bodies. I think that's all at play. Um, but I think it just kind of makes for more of like a really fun sandbox for these performances to play in more so than it makes for like a really like necessarily like deep deconstruction of those themes. It's all kind of like laid bare. And I think that's fine. Like, I like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, if, if there can be a fun movie about a man who locks women up and sells off their meat slowly, um, we're here. It's here. This is this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we made it, fam. Yeah. I agree. There's like some deeper things at play for sure. But yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, you don't really have to be thinking about those things to like get what the movie's doing. No, no, yeah, no. Well, I'll nah. ask you. So I think Please. this can go two ways. And mm. I'm curious which way you think. Or it could go a third way that I didn't even think of. So. Okay. His his wife in the film. My wife. <laughs> his <Yeah>. wife. His <laughs> wife. <laughs> um, 
So, do you think they fell in love, he really tried to be a good, good boy, and tried to keep her separate, out of that life, and then he just, like, had to do it. And, like, he had Mm. to maybe get her leg. And maybe she was so in love with him that by that point, she was like, our love will stand the test of this. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. And then, you know, obviously, like, she stuck around. Or do you think he originally lured her and she was one of the girls in the room who kind of fell in love with him Stockholm Syndrome style. And then just like Noah, like he actually really loved her. And so he decided like, well, yeah, like, let's get married. And she was like, I'll take your secret to the grave. Like, what do you think is going on Mm -hmm. there? Because I was just like, her, her character is really interesting to me. And at the end, you could tell she was both happy to be out of the situation, but also like, really pissed at Noah for also, you know, like stealing his heart, kind of, and for like getting her husband yeah. to cheat on her. So I don't know. What do you think? I think so. I fall more into like the later option, mm-hmm. like the, the second one that you brought up. Uh, I think it's interesting to I never really kind of considered like it, it could not be that. And I think that's kind of like very interesting to like mull over that it could not be that she was just one of the ones in captivity. But I think she is that. And I think it really works thematically with the film where, you know, you have, you, you see that Sebastian Stan, who is this just glorious piece of shit has like a pattern where, you know, he lures these women's, in, these, these women's, <laughs> these, he lures these, women's. these, he lures these, uh, these chicks <laughs> into the crib. Uh, and every once in a while, like he finds one that he really likes and he, he like obsesses over. And I think that his wife was one of those. And it was one of the ones that he was like, oh, I really, I really like her. Um, I think it was like, I think we're meant to assume that she had a very similar trajectory that Noah had, which is why Noah so easily like can lure him into, you know, her her escape plan. Because like, you know, I bet like his his wife, I think she was in captivity. I think she tried to escape, or she was just in there for a while, which is why he got to like, you know, taking the leg, because he kind of like works his way into it, right? He he doesn't take the big stuff till later. Mm-hmm. Um and then like, you know, they they fell in love. And I think she also is interesting because she kind of represents like someone who's like in a really fucked up business and is benefiting from it, but like kind of trapped in it. But also is kind of like, well, this is the gig. So this is what we're doing, you know? Like like we're we're doing this. I'm in like, too deep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in too deep. This is what it is. It it pays the bills, you know, it's blood money, but like we're we're doing it now. So because I feel like she, before dying, I think was positioned to like, like she knew the guy who was like, uh, like the mysterious man who like transfers all the meat boxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she, you know, could have been positioned to take over the business to a certain extent, you know, like she, she is in like that deep and she's like justified it that long. That That's my interpretation of it. Fair. Yeah. I like it. I like that read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, but yeah I think it's. I, I do think it's interesting though that it could. It could not be that you know, like if there was more going on. I also think this movie, like, kind of like I don't think we'll get a fresh two, but it sets up like kind of enough lore that like there could be. Like, did you just see the? There's like a. You watch the credits of all mm-hmm. movies. You you are known to do. So you saw like the like the little after credits or like mid credits scene mm-hmm. where it's like just that big table and all these like powerful men who have been 
cut to eating the meat the whole time or like sitting around it. Um, and it's just like, yeah, there is like this, like there's still this like ring of human eater, you know, yeah. like uh, cannibals. And it's just like, I wonder if there's more, if there's more story there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Cause one of them is going to have to start doing the dirty work if they want to continue this. Cause I, I yeah. I'd imagine finding a new surgeon who's going to be cool with doing this. That's going to be kind of tough. Very cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's also, I love how Sebastian Stan, let me look up his actual name in this movie so I can call him not Sebastian Stan the whole time. Steve. Uh, it's Steve. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> but also, but also Brent or Brian or Brendan. Yeah. Brendan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Steve, I love that he said like, I got a taste when I was young like it yeah. was like late teens, I think he said when he he tried it. So yeah, he was like, at first I was horrified, you know, and it's just yeah. like, ooh, what's the what's the story there, you know? Yeah. So that kind of begs more questions, but that's a perfect way to write a screenplay is to to leave the audience theorizing just a little bit, not give yeah. too much away. Because yeah, that that story is really interesting. The the way he got involved with this ring of men, with these very yeah. fancy china and their weird souvenirs. Yeah, I liked the whole, like, mm-hmm. packaging of the business. Yeah, there's that really great sequence where it's kind of the montage of him, like, washing his hands and, like, dancing and cutting <laughs> all the stuff up. I'm like, that's so fucking good. That obsession like, scene? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So good. Um, I got, I This reminded me of Hannibal for many reasons, but just kind of, like, the the cannibal food porn aspect that the show also has that is prevalent here but also like uh the, the relationship between noah and steve reminds me a lot of will graham uh-huh. and uh hannibal especially because like you know there there are time spoilers for hannibal but not too much you could probably assume this could happen but you know will graham is trying to get closer and closer to hannibal to try and get him to reveal himself but also he starts to kind of question his own like how into this am I? How crazy am I going to go into this thing? I feel like no doesn't go quite Will Graham deep, but she, you know, is trying to play up this this relationship and this infatuation that he has right. with her. Um, and I, I like those those parallels between those cannibal media. I think if you're going to make a movie about uh, cannibals, like the Hannibal show is a really interesting poll that I think has that uh, there, there's like some good cherry picked elements. I like to imagine we're, we're on purpose. Oh, yeah. I, I'd imagine the people involved in making this movie probably like Hannibal. I would be surprised right. to find out if they <laughs> had no idea what it was, you know? Yeah. Hannibal? Never heard of him. Han- you cannibal? Hannibal? What? Cannibal? What? Hannibal? Cannibal? What? what? Never heard of it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it also really highlights his, like his ego and how fragile it is and how stupid he is. Cause yeah, like she's courting him for a while and obviously he already likes her before he even like puts her in the room. So it wasn't like too terribly difficult to think like, Oh, he's probably still going to have some kind of weird infatuation with her, but she worked very quickly and he was a real big dum dum. Like you, you want him to get caught. But it's like, dude, of mm-hmm. course, like, of course she's going to come for you. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's I think it's because he has, you know, he's married to one of the 
prisoners, you know? So he, he's like, he's like, yeah, it could happen. Yeah. It's happened before. It's happened before. Um, I do love that reveal though. With no, cause Noah like assumes, like we all assume that like, oh, he went on a date with you and lured you here. And they're like, oh, you fucked him? Yeah. What? Yeah, no. And it was just, it, I thought that was such a good, like, cause like, yeah, I assumed, I assumed he just did that with everybody. <laughs> it's like, no, she's, <laughs> she's special. And I was like, oh, that's so, that's like a good, like wrinkle to it, you know? Yeah. It, it kind of made me feel like these other women who get lured there without having sex with him. It was like, why would you like yeah. go on this like vacation with this strange man that you haven't already slept with? Yeah. Yeah. This is where you're going to do it. What if the sex this- was also bad? <laughs> you're going to go on a strange vacation, not knowing where you're going as a surprise and you haven't even slept with him yet. <laughs> it's true. Well, maybe like, you know, they're like, he has money in a, in a vacation Ooh. house, so I could take some. Some bad dick for this this exchange. That's true. Mama That's needs true. a break, right? But Mama needs a break. She needs a break. Yeah, I'll put I'll put up with this mid tier mid grade D. Yeah. For <laughs> for a cool house. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a trade that probably happens unfortunately too often. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, but. with Noah in the when she first like gets down there too. And you're talking about uh, the scenes where she's having the conversations with the woman next door. And I thought it was really cool that they played it in such a way where you didn't quite know uh, how many other women were down there. And Mm. I think it is kind of a late pull where you see him walking past her door with another woman over his shoulder. So for a while there, it's also playing on your understanding of like, well, maybe it is in her head. Or maybe it's, like, a recording that he had made to, like, make f- women feel more comfortable, to make them think that, you know, there were more women down yeah. there. I was like, is this actually a woman having a conversation? Or is it, like, some kind of, like, automated computer system, like, speaking to her? Yeah. It was cool. I like that. Would be, that would be interesting. Yeah, that is, that is interesting to, like, kind of play around with that. Um, it reminded me the the thing I kind of thought of kind of immediately with her kind of talking to another inmate. I thought a lot about um, uh, did you see V for Vendetta? Yeah, ever? Yeah, yeah. The scene, so the scene where Natalie Portman's like in pris- prison essentially, and she is finding letters from the uh, previous prisoner. But then you f- you find out that it was V doing it the entire time, and I and that is kind of I feel like a little bit here at play as well, just like the. Com- camaraderie between prisoners and stuff like that but I, I like that it ended up you know the by the end of the movie you know real girl girl boss moment they all are fighting him and taking him down she bites the dick she bites the meat uh love that it's fun the man sausage the man the mouse sausage. sausage no more no more meatballs at first i thought she like bit off his like nuts and threw him in his like face oh but yeah I was like, oh it's the toothpaste because it looked i was just like they look like deflated ball sacks i don't know but i'm like she must have done she would have made quick surgical mouth maneuvers to get those <laughs> off and on him i was like whoa <laughs> she's done this before yeah. <laughs> Such finesse. Never, for, never forget the balls. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense she just bit his dick. Yeah, the toothpaste though. And the whole time smart. too, you're like you're like, she's definitely gonna bite his dick. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it's like she's definitely it's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. But uh he just he just wanted it so bad. So bad. 
That's what you get. That's what you get. That's what you get, man. Yeah. Um. I also I figured that she probably wouldn't had had made moves that specific night. I think she was kind of down for like the Long Kong of like really trying to like just get to know him better. I think she would probably have done it a couple more dates, quote unquote dates later. But seeing Molly's phone, like kind of pushed her. I think to- so. Yeah. She was like, oh, fuck. Got to do it tonight. Yeah. I do, I do think, you know, and I think you're meant to almost think that she is perhaps, you know, a bit into it now. The the Stockholm Syndrome of it all is is setting in, you know, because mm-hmm. she's like given more freedoms and things like that. Um, but yeah, once she sees that Molly's down there, she's like, he's got to go down there. Got to stop. Got to do, do the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another, another sequence I really liked was like when they had the, uh, I'm, I, I, I was going to say steady cam. I don't think that's really what it is. More of like a mounted camera, I imagine, but they have it on like the stretcher or like the cart. Do you remember that scene? That whole sequence I thought was so cool. Yeah. And just like, you know, just a lot of really good, like just stylized camera work and, you know, kind of like the ex machina house where it's like a very like realized space. Like you, you kind of like can remember all the or the or the the house in parasite like the the location that you spend the most time in like feels very realized definitely yeah and i think they do a good job of showing you how the house looks because you know it's going to be important for noah later to get out and Mm yeah it's a fun way that they play with that space Definitely. definitely and i love that dumb waiter i love that like refrigerated dumb waiter Oh, that things yeah, go up yeah. and down. Yeah, that's that's cool. so cool. It's very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. My house does not have a dumb waiter. And so it pales in comparison. <laughs> and it sucks. It sucks. I hate <laughs> it. It sucks. I hate this house. Now it doesn't have that. Now that I know this exists and I don't have it. Right? That and a laundry chute. <laughs> shaking my fist. Ah. <laughs> uh. Laundry chute would be fun. I feel like I would just use it for such chaos. Yes, that's the point. Just such, yeah. Like, I'm not throwing laundry in there. No. Throwing weird shit in there. <laughs> you're scared, gonna scare somebody. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Do something weird. Yeah, you don't see, I feel like laundry chutes, when I was younger, I thought laundry chutes were going to be a bigger deal. Because you see them in movies a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. You don't see them as much anymore because so few people are getting homes. I, feel like. I know, or have two floors. That's why you, that's why you got to get one burn because you have a house. I know. You got to get a laundry chute. Got it. You got to live the dream that some of us can't. I know. <laughs> I got to do it for everyone. For everyone. Do it for must. all of you. <laughs> <laughs> See what I've sacrificed? <laughs> um, yeah, that's fresh. You got any, anything else to add, Burn? Yeah, great soundtrack. Um, I know we kind of mentioned it earlier, but yeah, I love that Obsession song. I love um, Perfect Day, that Duran Duran cover. I think that song is great. Um, And then that excellent music for a film done by Vitamin String Quartet, like, during the date. Oh, man. Like, it's a really cool thing when a movie is playing music that you dig, but it doesn't take you out. It only sucks you like deeper into the movie, and yeah. and yeah, I felt like the people who chose the soundtrack. I don't really know who was in charge of that for this film, but they they mm. were completely synced up with the story behind it. Like it all worked really yeah. well. 
yeah, yeah. very just like excellent needle drops for sure mm-hmm. where yeah there are times where like you know you're watching a movie it doesn't always like play super well right but, you know i think uh like batman has a good like, he uses that nirvana song twice in it and it's just like every time you're like yeah Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah it's here play it again sick yeah or like um like 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 movies like drive have like really good like needle drops too i think that uh you you you've watched handmaid's too i have right yeah we've i think we talked about it the other or a few episodes ago but like i feel like uh handmaid's tale has like not the best needle drops like it's always like a banger of a song but it's always just like a weird time to do it just like we're hanging four to two women playing this pretty cool song you're like what? but please don't <laughs> can we not <laughs> yeah that one's and weird I, I feel like it's also like a, it's like a lot like i feel like they they use music in that show like just like od it's like am i watching like a music video <laughs> yeah Are these women being tortured <laughs> yeah Sometimes they're very, very successful, but there's really no middle ground in Handmaid's Tale. It's either really bad or really good. Well, if you do it constantly, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day or whatever. (laughs) That's true. That's a very good point. Who fucking knows? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, then... I'm I'm spent. I hear you. I do uh, love the ending of this movie, though, where that original bad date guy... Mm text her oh my god yeah it's so good (laughs) how else would you end this movie that's how you would end that movie that's how that's exactly how you end it yeah very like full full circle of it all yeah it's very good i also also like the character um the bartender Mm -hmm. who uh molly went on like a few dates with or or was seeing at the time i love that like you think it's almost gonna be like kind of like get out where like he's gonna like maybe show up at the end but i love that he gets and he's like nah (laughs) (laughs) like Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Nah is right. Yeah. Don't get involved with this shit. Yeah. Don't do this shit, man. It was nice of you, you to even this. go that far. <laughs> Extremely. Well beyond what you, you know, he already did a lot to get uh, Molly the information to get there and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, the uh, love you more. Uh, like, that's how she figures out. That it's not Noah. I really like that as well. I like I like how Molly figures it out. That whole kind of like uh, like B plot or not really B plot necessarily, but like you know that element of the movie I liked as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's a good sleuth, and yeah, again that just highlights Steve's lack of like vision when it comes to like impersonating these women. I like that he kind of just thinks like a hurt will do in any situation, like. Yeah, the the character yeah. says, love you. Well, then send her a heart. All women would just send it a heart, right? So I like right. that it just shows, like, how dumb he is. He's bad and he's also dumb. <laughs> so. He's bad. He is He is dumb. Yeah, he's, he's kind of just like, I don't know, toxic masculinity, but very charismatic. Yes. Yeah. That's most of them. That's most of them. <laughs> That's what I like to say about myself. <laughs> That's that was that was on my my Tinder profile many years ago. <laughs> toxic masculinity, very charismatic. Very charismatic. Very charismatic. Talk, toxic uh, mask. <laughs> tox tox mask. Tox mask. Tox mask. Very nice guy, but a little bad. bad sometimes person. dumb. <laughs> sometimes dumb. That's us all, though. <sighs> yeah, I, I want you know I want more Sebastian Stan. Yeah. We're getting a lot, and I want more. Yeah, good for him. I don't know um, who his agent is. 
I don't know who his team is, but they're doing some really good stuff for him in the past few years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to see more of him. And he has like, you know, he has a good repertoire. But yeah, I mean, doing like Captain America definitely fucking launches him. Yeah, I think so. You know. Hate to say it. He's also like, so. he was like in Black Swan and stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, it is what it is. But hey, I mean, ever, you know, doing that. And now he's, he does like, he's not just in the Marvel pit Machine. of it all, you know, yeah. which I feel like a lot of those actors, so, some of them are kind of like stuck in there. Like, um, uh, like what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen. I feel like I, I, you don't really see her do too much other than Wanda right now. Yeah. But then like, you know, like. And Chris Hemsworth is like, you see him just doing movies that I'm not really into. <laughs> like Mark Ruffalo, Chris Evans, like I'll, I even been in Cumberbatch is in a lot of stuff, you know, like they're they're working. For sure. Elizabeth Olsen. But I feel like Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say what that gonna say? she's like a strange, she's kind of like the opposite because I know she had been doing independent movies for a long time and was yeah. jazzed to get Marvel. She thought she would never get Marvel. She thought like she was too yeah. indie for them. And so then when she got mm-hmm. that role, she was psyched and she was like, this is what I've always wanted to do. Yeah, I, I remember like hearing that interview as well, yeah. where she was just like, yeah, I was kind of done doing indie movies. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like, <laughs> which, like, I mean, her reasoning for it is like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah. But it's just like, it is kind of funny. But I feel like Chris Evans, or not Chris Evans. Sorry, I just I just saw this picture of Captain America. And Locked in. Nothing but Chris Evans. <laughs> Locked in. Um, but I think Sebastian Stan, I feel like his career... He's doing like the most like interesting stuff while still doing Marvel things. Like whereas like Chris Evans, once he was like kind of like done with Marvel stuff, now it's like, oh, he's doing like interesting things again. Even though he had stuff like mixed in there, like you know, he's in like Snowpiercer, which is great. Oh and yeah. Knives out, I guess, is post endgame, but I don't know. I think so. Hard to say. Kind of blurred, right? It's hard to say. Yeah, I think the, if anything, they might be like kind of close together. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to he he probably was realistically doing both. Probably. Yeah. And like Benedict Cumberbatch like is also like, you know, he's he's in that at least like one Oscar nominated film a year. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's doing he's doing it. It's like look everyone, <laughs> you can do both. Look at me. Well, I think like, you know, a lot of I think just because and to Marvel's like credit, but also like it's kind of a bummer, you know, they're so just made in a computer now that these actors do have time to like, you know, Show up, do they do have these scenes? They're not even like in the same room with each other. Like, like seeing so much of the Spider Man stuff is just like they're not even like, like the kid who plays Flash like was never on set with other people. That's so ever. weird. It's so and weird. kind of sad. And it's like you know they, it is kind of sad. I mean, like they do a good job, like you know, stitching it all together, and it's believable. But you know, there is it's a little weird. Yeah, kind of takes it's out. A weird. I like the I like. The camaraderie between them, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think it definitely does. And I think also, like, you know, you just kind of, you just start to say where, you start to see it's like, this is more of like a CGI, like, this is more of an animated movie almost at this point than it is a, like, movie with real people doing real stuff. Yeah, there's an argument to be made. Which is why, yeah. Whereas something like the Batman, that that movie feels real as fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. They all, they're all hanging out, touching... (laughs) Touching. Touching fucking getting in there. High fives. Knee slaps. High fives. All of it. Knee slaps. Smooching. Butt bumps. All uh, of it. Butt, butt bumps. <laughs> Never forget the butt bump. <laughs> all right, Burn. This is all, that's all that's I got. That's it. 
That's it. I'm spent. I mean, that's kind of the bummer when it comes to a movie like Fresh. Like, it's so good, but it's so tight. It's like, you kind of say what you're saying, and then you kind of, you're like, that's the movie. Yeah. We co- we covered the ambiguous elements of the movie. Yes. And now it's just like, what's there is what you get, and it's great. Yes. <laughs> uh, had a really good time watching it twice. Um, not, I don't think I really, like, uncovered too much I didn't notice the first time, but it was just still, still a good ride. Yeah. I mean, especially with a good soundtrack, just put it on the background. Yeah. Yeah. Cook. Yeah. Cook some meat. Cook some meat. <laughs> cook some meat. <laughs> uh, Burn, any movies or shows you're excited about in the future? <sighs> I am excited to watch Moon Knight. I will say that. Yeah. And is that this week? Uh, I think it is. I think it is. I think it's Wednesday. Yeah. So uh, I think Fuck yeah. I'm going to extend an invitation to you and Burge. And maybe we'll do a cathode ray cast on Moon Knight. Ooh, I'd be down. That sounds like fun, right? That does sound like it's fun. It's only like six yeah, or six episodes or eight episodes. I can't remember. I don't know. It's tight. It's tight. It is tight. They, they do that with the... I, I kind of like that about the Marvel Disney uh, shows that they're like short. And sometimes they're like, this is it. Yeah, it's six episodes. Oh, love it. Love to see yeah, it. Probably what, hour long? Hour long each, I imagine. Into it. We'll find out. Yeah, Moon Knight's. I'm. I'm wondering like what the. It looks really cool, but I wonder like what the the vibe of it's gonna be. I wonder if he'll show up in other stuff. Yeah, I wonder too. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, Ethan Hawke is looking very Jesse right now in the press pictures and stuff. Right. And I was talking to Claire about this. I was like, I feel like they might be shooting it. Wouldn't it be cool? I think so. He looks like he has like the hair and the goatee, and like obviously, like yeah, he looks like that character. He's the character. But, yeah, but I think, I feel like he is, like, very much, like, like, Ethan Hawke has a lot of looks. He does. You know? But right now he looks like Jesse. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like he might be, might be doing it. We'll see. Right? Because, yeah, uh, yeah, he doesn't look like that in Moon Knight. I'll tell you that. He doesn't look like Jesse in Moon no, Knight, he looks, so. he looks weird. No. It's coming, coming around. Like, like, right now... They were doing like I I I told Claire she was like I think you're right and I was just like I don't know man like I want to get my hopes up but I really think before something's happening yeah that'd be great we'll see I'll take it that would be great yeah very greedy I'll take it yeah yeah but uh All right. well Burn thank you so <laughs> oh no sorry oh no 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 um I was gonna say quick pitch I'm watching Life and Beth on Hulu and that is very funny and enjoyable Life and Beth okay. It's that Amy Schumer show. Oh, I think you were you were telling us about that yesterday. Maybe, Maybe Dee's watching it too. She might. Yeah, be. yeah, but that yeah, that sounds. The trailer for it looked interesting. We almost were going to watch it the other night, but we were trying to watch a movie and we thought it was a movie and ah. we showed it. Like, well, save it for another time because we're more in the mood for. But then we ended up watching um, Bad Vegan. Oh, <laughs> have you heard about that? Which is also a show. Which is also a show. Yeah, it's funny how that works, right? Yeah. <laughs> we watched the and we watched the entire show. So we didn't watch a movie. We watched a four-hour show <laughs> uh, and ate pizza. It was a good. It was a good time. But uh, good. And that show is is pretty good. It's interesting for sure. Good. I might have to check it out. Yeah, stuff like that's not always my cup of tea. But it is one of those things where you're like, man, this is a mess. How are these shows? What the fuck happened here? <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. 
All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hot Takes. We're not the only podcast on Story Screen. StoryScreenBeacon.com is a host of many podcasts, articles, and reviews. And head over to our website. Head over to our uh, exclusive, exclusive members-only page for $5 a month. You can get access to a lot of really niche podcasts that we do. Uh, Mike and I are doing the Sweet Sweet Denis cast, where we cover all the movies in our sweet boy Denis Villeneuve's filmography. Uh, we just wrapped an episode about Prisoners and Enemy, and you can catch it over there, and those movies are still really good. Uh, Burn, you just finished the Colette series for now. For now, yes. Um, and did you guys announce what your next pod is? We did. We're going to be covering Robert Pattinson's filmography. The bat. Diving in. The bat. The bat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I know you guys want to check that out. I want to check that out. I would watch all of his movies again, too. I've never seen Twilight, but... Yeah, it's funny. He's, I feel like I'd have a good time. He's a shiny, sparkly bat in that one. Yeah, it's weird how, how things like that... Come full circle. <laughs> it all comes together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It all works out. Now he's more brooding and more emo than ever. Yes. And I like, and I like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, head over to the website. You can also find the schedule for, uh, our mom and grop brick and mortar movie theater that we have in town. So go see a movie if you're a local and, uh, you can also check out wonder bar while you're there, which is a restaurant, restaurant, rester, restaurant, restaurant, restaurant. Is, that's what you call those Restor, restaurants mm-hmm. where you can eat and be merry. Doesn't that sound like fun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you again, Burn. Thank you again, listeners. Until next time, we're hot. Takes. Bye. Bye.